Lord have mercy. We back. That was the DJ fucking Laz or uh, who, who do you call it? DJ Khaled remix where I just scream Keith in the middle of that. <laughs> DJ Khaled, Khaled exclusive. <laughs> I like the girl who goes Maybach music. I think she's with, um, fuck, who's the guy from down here with the beard? The big beard. Who got, I don't know. Skrillex? Who faked getting shot at over by. Uh, DJ Khaled. No. Right? No, no, no. Who, oh, Suge. No, not Suge. The one he's from down here. He fake getting shot at over behind Los Olas uh, by the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot his name. Uh, no, I not a girl. A, uh, Rick Ross. Not Rick Ross. Oh, did he fake that? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I dated a girl who was in a music video of his. <laughs> Figured that out. <laughs> that was a successful time. That was if, a successful relationship. If you want to date us, uh, go to facebook.com forward slash nerds the podcast. If you want to watch us, if you want to watch us and get a kiss blown to you, go twitch.tv forward slash nerds the podcast. Same with YouTube, which we don't use. Uh, if you want to email us, it's nerds the podcast at gmail.com. And our Instagram is Nerd Podcast, which also we barely use. We suck at social media. Let's just say that. We just busy boys. Um, you know, it was easier when it was three, kind of. Not really. Um, <laughs> now there's three, except for, you know, one guy just records whenever he wants, you know. <sighs> or or you try and record and it doesn't record at all. <laughs> 41 minutes is all I got out of three and a half hours. Damn, dude! Three and a half hours of jester talk. Yeah, man. We and we had we had some good stuff going on. Um, I didn't realize. I'm like, because remember the last time it happened, I lost half an episode, and I'm like, I'm uninstalling everything that's on the C drive, like anything big, major that I accidentally installed here. Like that's what I assumed is I must have, you know, accidentally installed a game or two over here and you know they're huge now because it's only a hundred it's only a 170 gigs ssd no 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 i mean that's what your hard drive is but you got to keep in mind that like the new ios is coming out they're just getting bigger and bigger like 50 gigs 60 gigs update running at like 40 gigs like and and you have to house that before you could actually update yep well so this time i'm like what the hell so you know it's like one o'clock in the morning at this point we had recorded all night i was like already tired and sad and then i'm like looking at that i'm like what the fuck so then i go into the files and i'm trying to figure out what's on install. so then i just click on disk cleanup which i had never done not in you know million years and it actually tells you where all you know like what folders have what amount of data and all of it was my downloads like 70 gigs was downloads and i'm like all this how is that possible it's since I've owned this computer, it's every file I've downloaded. So every install file for a game, there was like a like hundred different, you know, t- one hundred thousand kilobyte files, and I'm like, oh my god! So I just delete it. It's all just the exe files, which you don't even need. You know what I mean? It's all just like bullshit stuff that I installed directly to my storage drive, but the original, you know. It, the original data is being housed here, so I just deleted it all and freed up sixty gigs. So, dude, that's insane. That is so crazy. Yeah, and the sucky yeah. thing is, Audacity doesn't tell you. Like, it should stop recording and say like out of space, right? So then you can figure yeah. out whatever. 
no, bitch, it let me record for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> like, I realized something was wrong when I went to do the editing and it wouldn't let me do anything. Like, it, like you know, it would bring up the noise reduction, but it wouldn't let me click to do it. Yeah. I'm like, why is it doing this? Dude, all right, if you have Apex Legends on your computer right now, that's 40 gigs. Well, I have it on my storage drive. Everything's installed to my two terabyte, but yeah, but that's that's a mechanical drive. Does that run better with with games? I would think the SSD does. No, the SSD would be better. I just don't have a big enough one. Like I need to eventually upgrade, but you know, I'm still paying <laughs> off my graphics card and RAM. You should have added that to the. Fucking, I should have. Uh, dude, should have, would have, could have. Should have, would have, could have. But well, yeah. So we lost a really good episode uh, with Jester. We're gonna dude, actually. We're gonna re-record. He actually called me the other day, and I forgot to call him back because he called me. You know, he's a night owl. Yeah, he called me. He called me late. I was already out. Yeah, we're gonna re-record. It was our Halloween episode, and we reviewed uh, some horror movies that we watched. And you know, it was a it was a fun it was a fun episode. I also went over all this uh, BlizzCon news, which I'll go over today, which took up a quite a good chunk of time because there's a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah. I don't, I don't know when we're gonna re-record. We'll have to try and do it this week because this weekend I'm fucking doing, I'm working, and then Monday I have surgery, and uh, yeah, I mean I'm gonna finally be a real boy. Not really. I have this surgery, which is not a, an actual surgery. So I have the procedure on Monday to put a rubber band in my butt hole and cheek, and then. Uh, I'm gonna and, call you the rubber band man. And then in six weeks, I have like the actual surgery. And this guy's like legit. He's like a pioneer in the the this the field of this type of surgery. He's gonna graft pig intestine into my uh, into my butt cheek and butthole oh, wow. area. Yeah, he said it takes the or brings the recurrence rate right for this uh, this type of fistula or whatever you know this fucking thing I've got. Mm-hmm. It brings the recurrence rate down from 50%, right? Normally with the regular gra- uh, fistulotomy, they call it, where they, you know, they basically burn out the middle or they, like, you know, close up the, the track and then they tie off both ends. The recurrence rate for that is 50%. Oh. I was like, bummer. And he's like, yeah, but he's like, I brought in this, you know, this new grafting of, uh, you know, pig intestine or whatever, just an external graft. Uh, and he's like, that brings the recurrence down to 5%. And I'm like, that's a number I like <laughs> that I can deal with. Yeah. He did say that um, the 50% that do recur, you know, on the on the regular one, he's like, the, you know, 90% of those are small. And it's not like the same thing. It's just like an exterior, you know, just another exterior track that they just have to close up. So it's really not all that big a deal, but it would just suck to have to do it again, you know? Yeah, science, man. This is crazy. Yeah. Ask for some calamari, you know, because <laughs> like when they don't have calamari, they take like was it like cat butthole or pig butthole and they they chop it up. No, Ask, I'm gonna call you calamari ass. <laughs> you lying ass liar, dude. Google it. I swear to God, call, I'm never eating calamari know, again, dude. Fake calamari. I'm telling you, mon it's calamari. A, it's a thing. It's um, a ten, ten fake foods you're probably eating artificial calamari <laughs> what do they say it's made of uh pig butthole <laughs> pork and they call it pork bung or calamari <laughs> t 
Two years ago, this American Life documented a farmer visiting a processing plant where boxes labeled artificial calamari turned out to be hogs' rectums. No. <laughs> I kid you not. You know. uh, that's so funny. I'll be a mon calamari when I wake up from anesthesia. I'm going to go, it's a trap. <laughs> I'm probably going to do what I did last time and tell Kelsey, take a dope picture of me. <laughs> Dude, can we get like you just throwing up the peace sign? That's that's that picture. I literally right before that said, "Take a dope picture of me." <laughs> <laughs> While I was drugged out of my mind, who knew? It's gonna be like a promo for like Sonic Two, but it's gonna be like <laughs> surgery too. It's gonna be Sonic Oh Seven, best Sonic game ever. <laughs> um, well, let's go right into this. It's been since I'm talking about it. Um, I got a finger up my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time for oh, everything God. fellas and uh i gotta say i'm gonna say it out loud wasn't that bad like uh didn't feel good i wasn't into it but i was like you know when you hear about getting you know your prostate exam and all that shit when you're 50 like i've been dreading it my whole life right like the idea of someone just jamming their finger on my ass sounded so scary and this guy I mean, maybe he's just extra gentle. Maybe he has slender fingers. I don't know. But <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It was just whatever. Like, it, it was uncomfortable in that, like, I never really had someone on my butt. But Felt like you had a poop, you know? Yeah, it just felt like low pressure. And I was like, okay. But the best is I'm laying on my side, right? With my my tender butt cheeks exposed. And <laughs> he's looking at it. He's like, yeah, that looks like, you know, what, what it is. And uh, he's like all right, well, um, may I perform a rectal exam now? And like, you know, I'm like, fuck, I know what that means. But, you know, gentlemen, dude, I'm like, gentlemen, I'm hoping maybe he means something else, right? I'm like, maybe he means like, I'm just going to look more. (laughs) I'm just going to look a little harder. So I turn and I look over my shoulder. I'm like, well, what does that mean? He's like, (laughs) and he lifts his hand up and like (laughs) deadpan because this guy's like all business. He lifts his hand up and he goes, I'm going to stick my finger in your rectum. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, and I quote, fuck it, let's go crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was like, bro, I've had to do a bunch of enemas and shit. Let's just fucking go crazy. And then he did. He went crazy. I feel so bad for you, man. He went crazy on me. Yeah, but you know, he only needed to stick it in. He didn't have to go in and out, in and out. Yeah, it was weird when he said he had a special tool for it, and I heard <laughs> him stick his tongue out like, bah. <laughs> <laughs> tongue guarded. Uh, uh, well. Yeah. So then, he, then he, the so the thing that didn't feel great was he stuck like a scope up there, and it was more like the kind of scope you would stick in an ear. You know what I mean? Like those, like I don't know, whatever they look in your ear hole. I kind of like those, like, in the ear hole. You know, I kind of like them. Like, they give me the chilly willies. <laughs> well, in your butthole, it doesn't feel that good because it's very <laughs> stiff. Like, a finger, I guess, is, you know, like, a, they're more malleable. This is, like, hard plastic. And he was, like, wiggling it around. I was like, ugh. So then afterwards, he's like, all right, well, here's, you know, we'll schedule the the procedure. He, tell, he lays it all out. This guy sat down next to me, looked in my eyes, like, talked to me, where my other doctor would be like, Yep, see ya, you can do the surgery or not, bye, and just leave. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? This guy, like, laid it all out. He gave me the whole kind of, like, the whole deal. Because the other guy said he'd put the rubber band in, and then it'd be, you know, that would just work. So I'm like, oh, cool. So I thought it was going to, like, 
cut its way out of my butt cheek. You know what I mean? Or dissolve or something. You know what I mean? Like, I just figured the rubber band was going to help it uh, heal and then kind of go away. Well, no. It's just a thing that straightens the track out. So I'm going to have like a pierced ass cheek. It's going to go out the the gross, you know, bleedy hole into my butthole and then around. <laughs> I'm going to buy you a stud. <laughs> yeah, but, well, I'll get like a, a I'll get like a tongue ring, like where it's just a barbell. <laughs> um, that's really what you need. You just need a bunch of barbells to close it all up. Exactly. So this guy just laid it out, and then all his nurses were super nice, and like every I don't know, it was just a much more pleasant experience. I I can't believe I wasted so much goddamn time and money going to this other dude. Uh, well, can you call the credit card company and? I paid it all it? off. Yeah, but I mean, you could still get a credit. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just gonna t- see if I can use my care credit for this new one. Yeah, yeah, you can use care credit anywhere. Yeah, it's just so I just don't want to do it all. I'm hoping I should be near to the out of pocket uh, max. So yeah, you need to before the end of the year. Yeah, I'm doing both. Both surgeries will have happened right before the. Like if I when I go next week, six weeks after that's the end of December, mm-hmm. it'll actually be like right around Christmas time. So, a little present for Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Wink. <laughs> Unwrap me, Daddy. Um, but yeah. So other than that, uh, I've been playing a shit ton of EverQuest. Green server started on Project Nineteen Ninety Nine, so I've been playing like straight up classic EverQuest from Nineteen Ninety Nine. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. It's very slow going. You know, it's not a fast-paced game. It's I didn't realize, because when I played EverQuest originally, I didn't realize how much Dungeons & Dragons it really was. Like, it really is just like a digital form of playing Dungeons & Dragons. So it's been kind of fun with that. Um, it's very, very populated. I mean, it's not crazy, but it's like 2,000 people on at a given time. And you know, that's for one server. That's a lot of people for a game yeah. as small as it was in 99. Like, I'm running around now and I'm like, these zones are so small. When I was playing originally, just they seemed endless and it just seemed so scary. Like now it's still scary. You, you know, like I ran across the continent to get from my starter zone to a different one because it was like the one I was in. I just didn't really know it. And I was just kind of frustrated. And this other dude was like, hey, I'm thinking about running over to Freeport, which is the other one. He's like, do you want to go? I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. And we ran. And he died twice. So every time he died, he had to run all the way back. And so it's like, you know, two steps forward, three steps back. So he has to keep coming back. And I kept having to drag his corpse places so that, you know, I'd get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and finally, I just kept going and because he had died again. And I was like, look, do you mind if I just run ahead? I left his corpse somewhere, and he was like, nah, man, you know, go up here, you're going to go to this zone, and then from there, you're going to go to this zone, and then this zone, and then you're there. And so I had to run through, like, uh, I had to swim through this giant lake, and there was, like, this merman that killed him, but I was friendly to it for some reason, because I'm a druid, so any kind of animal thing likes me. Um, So I had to drag his corpse to a dock, and then I ran through the ogre and troll zones, and then the dark elf zone, and then I was home free. But those zones, I'm kill on sight, because I'm a good race, and those are all evil. So if any of their guards saw me, I was fucked. But players helped me. Like, I got buffs that made me run faster, and this one guy ran me to the zone line so that nothing would kill me. It was pretty cool. Um, 
but I realized in doing that they're even the big ones there are some pretty expansive zones are way smaller than I thought like it just felt so big when I was a kid you know <laughs> that's because it was big at the time yeah you know? nothing had ever existed like it yeah it fucking I just remember the idea of everyone I met being another person being the craziest shit to me <laughs> I mean there were NPCs you know there's NPCs you see guards and like you know your trainers or NPCs but like when you're running out in the world anyone you see is a person hey so uh you mentioned Dungeons and Dragons uh and I actually I was trying to go to a new toy shop slash video game shop called Bits and Buttons which I posted on my Instagram mm-hmm. um and right next door is a store and it said games on it so I thought that was the the right place but it was a like a like a gaming store, uh, like tabletop gaming called Hey Wanna Play, huh? And they had like straight up like maybe fifteen different environments for Dungeons and Dragons and like these like tables all set up with like fake, uh, like one was like a mountain, the other mm-hmm. one was a like a true dungeon. Um, I mean, it was it was cool. Like you should probably go by and check it out. Uh, you know, not well, to localize us, but, you know, I, I was really impressed with their environments that they made. Well, I know Tate's gaming satellite upstairs used to have some of that stuff, too. But I thought those were like not for use by people. A lot of times those are other people's stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, OK. I mean, everyone was there was super friendly. I, I'm like I was just watching. I mean, the guys were playing Warhammer. Um, That's what those one... are usually for. Those terrains. So, oh, are they? Mm-hmm. OK. I mean, you Wait. can get that stuff for D&D, but they're so specific a lot of times for D&D. Like, the map is on the grid. You have to draw it out, you know, and to build it, you'd have to be building specific to a pre-made campaign or something. Okay. So, there was, like, a, like there was, I, I can guarantee, uh, on a grid, there, there was at least two tabletops like that. Uh, because they have, like, a D&D night and stuff like that, and then they have a Warhammer night. And they Where have like is a, this place? It's right on Plantation in Broward. Uh, once you pass uh, the Turnpike on the right. Okay. Um, in those brick buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. there used to it, be a cupcake place over there that I liked. <laughs> oh, really? That was called Hey Cup Hey Cupcake. <laughs> really? That's, my nickname. That's so funny. They probably just took the hay and then made it Hey Want to Play. <laughs> <laughs> hey Want to Play. Yeah, but I, I mean, I thought it was really cool, and I've never seen anything like it. You know, I I, I don't come from that world. You don't uh, fuck with Middle Earth. I don't I don't fuck with Middle Earth, but I thought it was really really cool, and uh, I did want to mention it to you um, because I was amazed. I was like truly amazed. Well, I'm gonna DM our next campaign for my friend group. I I, I don't really enjoy. Well, I like DMing. I'm just not good at it, so I got to learn. I got to figure out a campaign and then you know do it. But check out their uh, their Facebook. Uh, hey, want to play game store? Because they're they're showing a bunch of like their environments and stuff like that on online. That's really oh my cool. god, they got a, a meme of Mads. Uh, Mads I don't Mikkelsen. Know what, yeah, but it's like uh, it's it's him as the Bond character, the Bond villain, and uh, they put like a D and D game in front of him. <laughs> Sorry, I was muted. I was typing. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, you're good. You're good. Um. Speaking Started of to derail you, but you mentioned no, uh, no, no. D and D. Speaking of Mads, uh, Death Stranding's out. What tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, I'll mix in a little bit of my week. I actually sold my PS4 Pro. I had the basic black one, 
because I pre-ordered that that uh, Death Stranding one while on the podcast. Remember? Yeah. Like I, I said, hey, it's live, and then I'm like, let me check, and it was actually available. Well, they notified me that it would be shipping. So I actually, uh, I had a buddy who was looking to buy a PS4 anyway. He never had one. <laughs> He's buying it on the way out. But anyway, <laughs> uh, you know, charged him a hundred bucks and you know sent them uh, sent sent them the system. It's just gonna help me pay for my system that's gonna be in the mail soon. I read uh, all the reviews of Death Stranding and I want to play it even less. Oh really? Yeah. It's. I won't it's, spoil it's anything on. Sil- it's a walking simulator. It's literally fetch quests. You are a delivery guy and you just deliver stuff. That's it. Every yeah. quest. But they say the story is actually pretty compelling and obviously pushes it forward. So I'm just not like I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm saying I'm not interested because that I I'm not into those kind of quests. Like that's just not the type of game I want to play. Yeah, I mean, that's that sounds like a relaxing tough time game. <laughs> um, you're you're laughing cuz I took a tub. Yeah, you did. You sent me a picture of a tub in a hotel room. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't in it. You were not. Uh, so come to find out, your that dick I was out though. The... What? I said your dick was out though. <laughs> it was out. It was weird. He saw it in the mirror. Yep. Um, it just it just so happens that that the hotel I was staying at is the third most haunted hotel in the United States. Did you see a ghost called the Emily Morgan. No, but like it used to be, uh, it used to be like a doctor's office where they would operate in surgery. But the first floor was the morgue, and oh, the basement shit. was the was the morgue, which is kind of crazy because it's right across the street from the Alamo. So you know, people died on that land, and you know they probably buried some people there too. Um, and no, there is no basement in the Alamo, but at the Alamo, the Emily Morgan right across the street, there is a basement. But uh. The hotel was super creepy. Like when I filled up that tub, it was like sky blue water. Like, and I looked online, and multiple people have complained about like the water. Like, is it safe and stuff like that? Weird. Um, I wasn't on a haunted floor. I was on the sixth floor. But uh, but from what I you know after all this, I I read articles. I kept smelling this smell, and it smelled like just Tylenol bottles. Like you huh. know that smell, like when you open up a Tylenol bottle and you, and you take the cotton out and you kind of get like a whiff of like the yeah, like know, the medicine. Just yeah, just like just the medicine. That's what my hotel room smelled like. And then like then on the last night, there was some alarm that went off, like like a bell alarm, and but it wasn't in my room and it wasn't and I couldn't find it. Like it sounded like it was in my room. But it wasn't in my room, and it was like four thirty-five a.m. Like I was like, "Fuck this!" And then I <laughs> turned on the TV and just slept with the TV on. <laughs> That's pretty funny. You were a scared boy. You don't like ghosties, huh? Dude, I mean, I don't believe in that shit. It was just fucking weird coincidence after weird coincidence. The fucking elevator got stuck for ten minutes. I'm waiting on the lobby, and oh, like, no. like. One just gave up, and the other one just kept bouncing from one floor to the basement back to the top floor. and just kept going back and forth, but not going back to the lobby. Huh. It was like, like I complained to the staff, and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, it happens every once in a while. If you want to take the stairs, the stairs are over there. Like, that, like that was their, that was their uh, answer. But it's a, actually a pretty nice hotel. It's a Hilton Hotel. 
And it's a haunted manor. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So the only other thing I've been doing is I played. Uh, I've been. I started playing Outer Worlds. Like I got it on release, played it for an hour, and I liked it. But then I just started playing EverQuest. So then last night, um, I recorded with uh, Scenicast. To I jumped on their uh, Terminator review. So while I was waiting for them, I just popped it on because I knew I could save any time, and I started it up again. And now I'm really into it, and I like it. It's uh it's the it's a better Fallout game than for you know it's a better Fallout game that we've gotten in a bit, a little more variety. You know, you're on different planets and stuff, so it's been pretty fun. I, I really wish you would record a little like Seth Meyers does uh, from uh, Who's Next Gaming. Yeah, he's because like good. I love watching him play these games. I mean, he's like probably one of my favorite people to watch play games. Like if he streamed more, I'd probably watch him like on Twitch and and all that stuff. I like his little edits. He puts like the little titles over what he's doing, you know. And then oh yeah, yeah, they're like good. They're good little clips. We should have him be our social media. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we definitely should. <laughs> Uh well we can't afford to pay you but uh but we'll definitely appreciate it. Yeah, I mean but, no. Other than he, my gay experiences that I had this last week, I haven't really done much else. Well, well, um, he just posted a clip. I think he fought like two. I'm gonna call them Goliaths, like two. Oh, the behemoth things, yeah. Behemoth things, yeah. And that was awesome because you you watch his strategy. He's like drilling in only on one to make sure he could drop that one first before he goes after the next one. Well, um, he's playing on supernova mode, which is like permadeath for your companions. Uh, like it's the super hard version of this. I started this game on hard, and I I had to put it down to normal because I it's like the, I wasn't doing any damage. I was getting killed by like regular ass dudes just that I'm supposed to kill on my way to a place. So I was like, maybe I'm not, you know, supposed to play it on this mode yet. Cause you can switch it at any, any time. So I was thinking I'll drop it back or I'll put it back up when I have like at least a better gun than the pistol. So. Yeah. A bunch of people are playing, man. It looks pretty good. I, I, I watched a bunch of, uh, I watched a bunch of like Twitch streaming videos as I could. It's not a game for me. It's a lot of like uh loot and gear heavy, um requires a lot of attention and i need games i can just pick up and put down um so you know i'm going to go into my week where i did pick up a new game uh which is the new call of duty modern warfare i picked uh, it up as well because i got it for free with my graphics card you did but did did you download it and play it i installed it i played the first mission on the campaign and the cinematics lagged so badly that i decided i didn't want to play it and I looked it up online, and it's a known issue. They are choppy and laggy. I don't What's know. choppy and laggy? The cinematics. Okay. Cinematics is... Have you played the multiplayer at all? No. I have no okay. interest. What? I have no real interest. I know I'll suck at it, and it'll just frustrate me, so I'm not interested. I'm super interested in it, and that's primarily the reason why I bought it. And the reason why I'm talking about this game now and not doing a full review after we're done with the news and all that stuff is because I couldn't be more disappointed in the server quality of this game. I bought it for Xbox. You know, maybe that's my mistake right there. Um, But uh, I I bought it for Xbox, and I haven't been able... Dude, I've joined maybe about 30 different games. I haven't completed a match yet no i swear to god you just drop or crash or 
yeah, drop crash and it says a uh, code name Turkey. And I Googled what that is and there's Reddit forums on it and like no one has an answer. It's fucking bullshit. I cannot connect to save my life. And I'm like, it's selective on, on who, who has this problem. Um, because you know, certain people, uh, you know, I don't want to put their business out there, but they, but they said that they didn't have any problem connecting or doing anything there. Um, I haven't completed the game yet. I swear over 30 times I've tried. Um, and like opening night, man, I just kept trying and trying and trying. Is that Alexa? Fucking, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Alexa. Um, you know, Trevor LaPointe said he didn't have a problem. He connects, no problem. I can't get in the game to save my life. Like, That's... I'm literally going to put a video and I'm going to fucking put them on blast because it is such crap. I cannot get and stay and complete a game. Yeah, that's a bummer. That's a game. Like, honestly, I like. I wish I would have bought it from Best Buy because Best Buy would take it back. I bought it, you know, unfortunately, I pre-ordered it with GameStop because they were doing the um, beta access, and I just so happened to be at GameStop. Bad mistake because they won't take it back. <laughs> They will take uh, games back, supposedly, Jester said, but I don't know. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, I played the, I didn't, I played the campaign just because it seemed like that would be more at my alley, but the. It's six hours total of gameplay on on the campaign. It's not very big, Um, very predictable story, just like they're, it's like literally every other story mode that they've done before. Where, like, you team up with a person. Oh, now they double-cross you. Oh, they team up again. Oh, they double-cross you again. Um, I kind of ran through it. Uh, I mean, I, I pretty much beat it in two nights, the campaign. Really? It, it was, was the fun. Were the cinematics choppy to you? No, no, not not on the Xbox. Yeah, it, it really seems... wasn't. It, 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 the cinematics were beautiful, actually. It seems um, like a PC issue because the syncing was off, like the lip syncing. I could see that it was motion captured correctly. Like I could literally read their lips, but it was off like five frames. Oh, no. And then it would it would like freeze. It was doing weird shit. And I thought, oh, man, like it can't be my graphics card. I got a fucking 2080 now. And, you know, I've got 32 gigs of RAM now. Like my shit is fast. Uh, so I don't know what it could be, but I looked it up on Reddit and everyone was saying like PC's a big, big problem and there's no solution and they haven't even like talked about it. So no, they're too busy trying to probably fix these fucking servers. Yeah. It's a big disappointment so far. Yeah. Um, now two, two issues with the campaign, uh, like they, they like introduce like a new character uh like not a character but like a like a boss like a mini boss fight um like right at the end like literally like couple scenes from the end where like this would have been a cool character to uh to fight throughout the game um but like right at the end like you're up against this uh they call him like a juggernaut um weird you know he's like in this big suit and stuff like that and you know he kind of mows you down uh, one one of the like uh, many like one of the main things that kind of uh, took a lot of my time was on one of the maps. Uh, there's a helicopter, and literally all you have to do is step outside, and it knows exactly where you're at. And I made the mistake of running to like a far building, 
I went, I ran to the, uh, to, to the wrong building and I died. And then like, I'm stuck over in that building. And I am like, for like the longest, I have to like do all this stuff to try and get back to the main building and stay undercover and stuff like that. But it was tough. Like, like that was that, that got me stuck for like just a little bit. You want to know what got me stuck? You know, the part in the first mission where they say like, mount your gun and you mount your gun on the like the wall or a ledge and it like helps I never you do it. that yeah it said the the <laughs> this is what it shows on screen a mouse right with yeah. a number 5 in the middle of it the fuck does that mean it's uh i don't fucking know what button is that i <laughs> i have the naga so i'm like maybe they're saying it's the the fit 5 button on my little mouse keyboard thing that's on the side of the mouse right my little number pad nope i thought well maybe i have to hit the the scroll wheel five times nope (laughs) nope like nothing so then i had to go into the thing and it's still just like i go into the controls and it still says mouse picture with a five on it or z so i use z and it works but i'm like what the fuck is that supposed to be like (laughs) you can't just make up symbols and then be like they'll figure it out like (laughs) i actually do have five buttons like only on my mouse i got left click right click I have a mouse wheel and I got two buttons on the side. So I'm sure that mine would be programmed to one of those. Yeah, I just don't uh, know what it is on a Naga. You know what I mean? And you can't just assume everybody has that. You know what? While we're talking here, I'm going to go ahead and, and try and uh, just while I'm on the podcast, I'll, I'll try and connect to a game and see, and see if we can make it work. <laughs> okay, Google, turn on Xbox. Crickets. Did you know that you could do that? Oh, is it turning on? Dude, it works better than Cortana that's actually <laughs> plugged in. Yeah, it, it turned on. Oh. Here, tell it this. Hey, hey, Google. Shut it down. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so yeah, it, it they have the new uh they have the new beta testing for the Google Home Assistant because Cortana is actually not going to be working with the Xbox coming coming soon. <laughs> they put out an announcement. So everything if you have, they everything they create, they keep for one generation. Yeah, like they don't stick on anything. Connect, Cortana, yep. like everything is just like, oh, we're done. And it's, I love Cortana. It's uh, why they're losing the race, though. Like they just aren't sticking. They're they're like throwing spaghetti against the wall and seeing what sticks. You know. Yeah, uh, you can't do that, man. No. You need, you know. You got to be behind your innovations. You know, you have to have like passion. Yeah, I mean, look at the PlayStation camera. It's literally the same camera. Yeah. Uh, since since the beginning. And it works. And they came out with that new one, and the new one doesn't. It's not any better. It's just a new design. Yeah. Which is weird. Um, well, while you're doing that, so, uh, you you say you also played some Cuphead on Switch while you're traveling. <laughs> Yeah, while I was traveling, I actually had a credit for Cuphead. Um, I I I I didn't have a credit for Cuphead. I had a credit on the Nintendo Store for something. I don't know, like maybe it was like one of those birthday gifts or something. Uh, and I used it to buy Cuphead because I've been traveling a lot. And like I said, I need a game I could pick up and put down. And uh, yeah, I I it's actually pretty good. Um, now I bring my extra controller, my Pro controller, with me. Um, and I play on that, um, because the controller, you know, on the actual system, it just feels not great. 
Um, well, it's, especially in a game like that, that's like you have to use the buttons quickly. Like it, you know, it's an intense game. That thing is so like awkward to hold. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I did. I I don't know if I talked about this on a lot on the last podcast or not, but I did go to Best Buy and uh, I actually picked up and held the Switch Lite. Um, it is light, dude. It's like really, really light. Huh. It like next time you go to best buy just pick it up and feel it like it's it's crazy it would be Uh, worth having one if they had cross save like if you had an account you logged into that your saves were downloadable like ps4 because you you could have one for just traveling you know dude i mean they should have had that on on the 3ds yeah (laughs) like like i had multiple 3ds's do you know how well you know it's so fucking annoying to transfer your saves and like your memory and you can only do it, you, you basically just have one, but you just keep changing it out if you want another one, which is very annoying. Like, I should be able to have multiple and download my saves and do whatever I want. The internet has existed for so long now. Yeah. This isn't I, new. Nintendo is just so behind on the times, man. Yeah. Um, I actually got in a game. Um, I just <laughs> Oh, so you're going to go then? <laughs> I'm going to just play the game now and uh, fuck you guys. <laughs> no, I, I just did a quick play game and uh you know it's actually going through i did uh capture the flag classic you know classic classic and yeah it's actually going through fuck for once now <laughs> like at a point where i can't really even record this now you're a play. liar now you're i died a liar. uh so you've also been playing apex uh you tried the new map out which i played a little bit with uh brian from the slobs uh and senya um oh 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 the game just lagged out <laughs> game just lagged out did it give you code uh, banana or whatever uh turkey turkey um it's just super laggy it's lagging out oh fuck yeah it's gonna lag out again this is dude honestly how can you charge how can you charge 60 dollars for a game and literally Everything is broken. It happens all the time with Activision and EA. And there you go, lagged out. Wow, lagged out. Connection you know lost. It says notice connection uh, lost connection to host status turtle. <laughs> status is turtle. Turtle. Maybe it's yeah. saying your connection is slow. Okay. All right. All right. Let's do a speed test. Speed test. Dot net. Let's let, let's run it, guys. You know, let's, let's flex. We're gonna we're we're gonna flex my muscle on this. What do you think my megabytes download is? What do you think? Ninety eight. Like Ninety eight. Yeah. What am I a peasant? <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll tell you what it is. It's it's like ninety eight times three. It's a uh, download. Well, it, it level back off. It download is uh, two hundred and forty three megabytes per second. Damn, bro, mine's one ninety eight. I'm doing it right now too. Um, and then upload is eleven point five. Yeah, eleven point five. Ping is eight. My ping is ten. My download is one ninety eight point two five, and then my upload is eleven point fifty seven. That's what Comcast hitting the Miami server. I'm like 40 minutes away. I got the Comcast Xfinity Boost, uh, which gives me the the little bit extra. Yeah, dude, I cannot complete a fucking game. That's crazy. 
Like, no, no, no. What's crazy is the download took six hours. <laughs> no, no, that's what's crazy. Because now I'm going to get hit on probably my Comcast overages for my data for the month to download this fucking shitty game. That you can't even play. That I can't even play. Well. Um, Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Call uh you know what I'm gonna search this again. Call of Duty Turtle Lost Connection to Host Status Turtle. <laughs> what did I say? Turkey? Yeah, originally. Anyone else not able to enter games? No, uh, that's PlayStation. But that's everyone. I mean, literally there's like nonstop Reddit going on. Hmm. Uh, well, bummer. <laughs> oh, God. Dude, I'm so pissed. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, a game that never crashes is Apex Legends, which you've been playing. What do you think of the new map? I So I just was playing a couple matches today. And actually, I was watching a couple uh, streamers on Twitch uh, play as well, man. It makes me really miss playing with you um, on Apex Legend. Um, because the map is fucking awesome. I mean, there's a train that goes around the whole uh-huh. map. Um, and it has loot on it. And it, it feels like uh, there's like less kind of clutter on the map, if that makes sense. Like... Like, the map feels tighter, even yeah. though it's not. Yeah, it's, it's the just, same map. It's just altered. It's weird. It's, like, twisted around. It's, like, a lot of the same places, but they've done things to them. Yeah. Um, you, here, you want to you wanna not miss playing with me? No, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I don't miss it. The, you and... The group chat that I have with uh, Slob Brian and Slob Greg is literally titled... Do, 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 do. <laughs> I'm not laughing because it is like literally the worst thing Please ever. Please be quiet. <laughs> it is literally the worst thing ever. But um, I'm loving the map. I really wish uh, you guys would jump back on it um, and play. Um, if anyone wants to play with me, I forget my name, but I'm on there. Um, I'm going to go look. Fly. Is it Keith McFly? It's either Keith so. McFly or Keith Keller. So forget which one. Yeah, I mean, I still have it updated. I'll play. Um, I've just been playing EverQuest all the just, fucking time. Just don't update it now because uh, then it'll probably go to your good hard drive and then we'll lose <laughs> this episode too. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Yeah, I played uh, maybe two or three rounds on the new map and I really liked it. I just think aesthetically it's really cool. Like, I don't know strategically how much you know it, it affects the game itself but uh i've been i've been impressed i think they're doing a lot of stuff like to to make the seasons feel unique right like they're oh yeah the the halloween event was pretty cool too the zombie mode thing um but yeah so call of duty sucks balls uh because you can't even play it it might be great but who knows <laughs> dude it's it's I literally, I can't believe it. It crashed while we're in a podcast again. Yeah. It like I'm gonna record it and I'm gonna send it to myself and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna put it on blast. <laughs> put them on blast, bro. It's and like 
it's not just common to like me. It's it's like this has been going on for for years. Well, that's the same thing with the with the choppiness on the cutscenes. I was like, there's no way it's my computer, and I look it up. Lo and behold, there's like fucking a CNET article about how laggy the cutscenes are. And uh, it says how to fix it. And then you scroll down through the whole article about how shitty it is. And then it says there's no way to fix it. Hopefully they do it. (laughs) (laughs) So like there's a Reddit. uh, Air code turtle always happens to me while playing ground war on. uh, Please help. Can't complete a match. (laughs) My friend is having this issue frustrating. Not exactly sure how to fix it. I get the same issue. No fix as of yet. The EA server issues. Finally, first I've seen on this sub and someone having this error code as well. Oh my god, dude. And it goes forever. I have yet to start a multiplayer game because I keep getting this error message. I've restarted modem, reinstalled the multiplayer pack, and even... Oh my god. If I have to download this and like re-download this <laughs> fucking game... They're going to owe me 40 bucks. Um, even tried wire connection and nothing works. Pretty frustrating considering mainly bought the game to play multiplayer five hours ago from ST Kingdom. Well, here's what I say to that. <laughs> uh, well, so for tonight's episode, we're going to cover... Uh, I'm going to do some reviews. I saw The Lighthouse. I saw Parasite. And I saw Terminator Dark Fate. So I've got all three of those to do. <laughs> um, I'm going to go very light on uh, spoilers for The Lighthouse and Parasite. I think both of those movies should be watched completely free of any kind of spoilers. It, Parasite especially. It fucking blew my goddamn mind. <laughs> uh, and then we've got some news. We're going to cover BlizzCon. Um there's a lot of news from some of the big announcements. Um, you know, I don't want to... Well, I mean, whatever. Diablo 4 got announced. Uh, Overwatch 2 got announced. Uh, a new expansion for WoW got announced. And a new Hearthstone expansion got announced. So there's a lot of stuff going on with BlizzCon. Uh, they they pulled an apology uh, <laughs> for the Hong Kong firing on the Hearthstone stream of the the streamer and the two hosts covering it. But they did not reinstate their jobs, and they literally doubled down on it. Like, the president of Blizzard came out and apologized and said, we acted too quickly, and we didn't communicate fast enough, and we did all this stuff, and we're sorry, and blah, blah, blah. And then they just, that's it. They thought just apologizing was was it. It's like, no, give the fucking guys their jobs back. (laughs) Like, don't say you support free speech and then fire a bunch of people over it. Like, sure, you could have made them apologize and say, like, oh, or, you know, you could have put out a statement hey, we don't want to really make an opinion for the company on either side of this, right? You know, like, say something like that or whatever. You know, the the opinion of the host has nothing to do with Blizzard's opinion. You know, whatever. Separate yourself. Don't fucking fire people <laughs> over something. They they he, they fired the two streamer or the two hosts of the, the tournament, and they had nothing to do with it. They didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I didn't listen to any of it, so maybe I'm lying. But I know that <laughs> what I read online was that those people were just hosting the the tournament and got fired as well. That's insane, dude. Yeah, and they banned the guy in the tournament that was the one who said the pro Hong Kong, you know, the whatever, whatever he said, um, basically in in favor of the citizens of of Hong Kong. I don't know. Anyways. Um, how do you want to do this? What order? You want me to do news first or you want me to review? 
Um, let's go ahead and rip through the news, man. I mean, there's a ton of news that we got there. Oh yeah. All right. So there's some really great news. Uh, there's some news I don't really care about. Uh, this one, Jeffrey Wright, uh, being confirmed to play, uh, commissioner Gordon in the new Batman. Jeffrey guy from Westworld. Yeah. The, the guy who played Arthur, I think he'll be a really, I mean, he's a great actor, so I think it'll be great. I just, I, I don't know. I'm going to take a wait and see approach. Like, I'm I'm excited for him as Commissioner Gordon. I'm going to wait and see how that movie is. <laughs> yeah. Although I will say after having watched The Lighthouse and, you know, seeing uh Robert Pattinson in a dramatic role, um I I have no reservations. I think he'll be I think he has the ability to be good. I just think he needs a good script and a good director. And Matt Reeves is a good director, so all we really need is a good script, so we'll see. Yeah, the only thing I don't like is a uh, good old uh, uh, twi- Twilight guy saying that you know Batman isn't isn't necessarily a good character. Mm. Well, he's not. That's the thing. Batman's this like kind of in between. He's like a gray character. But yeah, I think you know for the hero Robert Pattinson who's playing Batman to not think he's a hero can kind of be scary. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, well, uh. In great news, there's two big great news. I mean, I don't know if this first one's great news because who knows, it could have been good. But the Game of Thrones prequel show about the original Long Night, like the first Long Night battle, got canceled. Um, Naomi Watts was set to star in an unnamed role. Um, I think they shot a pilot and everything, and then HBO scrapped it. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, the Fire and Blood show is going through to production. The one that they put the teaser out for that talks uh, that's going to cover the Targaryen, like the early Targaryen bloodline. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I don't know. Maybe this one just they weren't confident in it, or they didn't like the script, or whatever. But on the same note, uh, David Benioff and DB Weiss Star Wars trilogy has gotten canceled as well. Dude, <laughs> that's like. They pretty much came out and said uh, that they weren't confident yeah. in 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 their work. Now, it was mainly because they took a Netflix gig. What, what, what was a Netflix thing? I don't know, but yeah, they took they they got into a contract with Netflix, and you know Disney's set to release their streaming platform this month, I believe. Yeah, uh, end of the month. And so I'm sure that ruffled some feathers. And these guys are spreading themselves really thin. And they sucked at the end of Game of Thrones. Like the last three seasons of Game of Thrones, for me, in my opinion, sucked horribly. Yeah, they signed $200 million Netflix deal to make exclusive shows and films for Netflix. Oh, yeah. So they basically wrote themselves out of Disney, which like good riddance. We don't need another Star Wars trilogy. Like, first of all, let it rest. (laughs) Like... I think we need a break. I'm and I'm a fan of Star Wars and I enjoyed The Last Jedi. I know a lot of people hated it and whatever. I'm not even hating on Star Wars. I just think I like I'd like a little space in between, you know? Have like five years and then have another movie. I don't know. But it, but it, it's so crazy that like I mean, by doing that, I mean they they are not going back to HBO. I mean, that's a given. Oh yeah. Uh you know, they get dropped from Disney. Disney's not gonna touch them. Oh hell like, no! Not, and Disney not owns everything. While. They own fucking Fox now. They like yeah. They own all of it. But uh, yeah, so I'm I'm I mean I'm glad to see the tail end of them, especially touching any kind of established canon. I'm I'm trying to 
forget. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying to remember the name of the lady uh, at Disney. Catherine. Um, it's um, Lucasfilm's president, Kathleen Kennedy. Kathleen okay. Kennedy. There you go. She, she, like in a nutshell, she, she did it very nicely and politically, but she said that, uh, that she doesn't believe that can juggle, uh, the, the two projects uh, between Netflix and Star Wars. So they weren't going to take the hit on, on their vision. Yeah. AKA what happened to game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> they had they knew they were getting star Wars and they were like, bye. See you later. Like we're yeah. Seven seasons and that's it. Dude. Listen eight to this seasons, quote. Was it eight seasons? Listen to this quote. We hope to include them in the journey forward when they're able to step away from their busy schedules to focus on Star Wars. Oh, I don't like that. That's that's like bitchiness. That's yeah. Like, that's like, she said it very nice and politically. She left the know, door but, open, though. I want them gone. Like, I want to, I want them, like, I want it to be like, we hope they have a good life. Never talk to us again. That's, that's a really good way to break the contract. You know what yeah. I mean? They were probably looking for any way after the reception. Dude, they were looking like if they sneezed the wrong way. Yeah, they after, were probably gonna be gone after season eight and the end of Game of Thrones. They were probably like, "Ooh, we gotta get the fuck out of here." How do I we? Know. I, yeah, the actors are checking in a rehab. Now. How do we give an Irish goodbye on this one? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so all right, let's jump into fucking BlizzCon, baby. So. The big obvious, the biggest reveal would be Diablo Four, and this they give us the most info about Diablo Four. First, did you watch the trailers at all, or no? No, no, I didn't watch the trailers. I mean, I I saw a little bit of a gameplay, but that was through IGN's The Fix on uh, Snapchat. Okay. So, big, 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 big stuff. Like, I mean, you know, fuck Blizzard at this whole thing with the firings and all that, but I am on the motherfucking hype train because Diablo 2 is probably one of my favorite games of all time. And not probably, it is one of my favorite games. I think it's perfection. Uh, and then Diablo 3, I enjoyed after Reaper of Souls, but the original release was a hyper disappointment in terms of storytelling, in terms of art. Like, I think it looks good. I just don't think it looks Diablo. You know what I mean? Uh, it's like if Diablo and World of Warcraft had a baby, oversized, you know, muscles and all this shit. When Diablo was like this game where you were just either an Arnold Schwarzenegger-sized buff dude or like a little wayfish sorceress or you know whatever, like human people. So they are bringing it back to that darker, gorier roots. So they're going back to like the medieval uh, version of hell, like this very dark very gritty very bloody world um the graphics look great for me and these are alpha graphics so obviously it's going to get better um it will be coming to pc ps4 and xbox at release um they say that but they also later on said this is like a ways out this is not soon and they said not even blizzard coming soon soon meaning like this is probably three four years out so when they say PS4 and Xbox, I'm sure they mean PS5 and Xbox, whatever's next, you know? But they did put out a nine-minute cinematic trailer, which is incredible, um, and a three-minute gameplay trailer. The gameplay, you know, looks like Diablo, but it, it's definitely a darker tone. It's definitely more gritty than, say, Diablo 3. Um, and then they, they had a panel uh, where they talked a little bit more in depth 
uh, and then went through kind of the story, which is going to take place decades after Reaper of Souls, wherein heaven has closed its gates and, you know, humans are basically left to fend for themselves. Um, the main villain this time is Lilith. She will be Mephisto's daughter. She's the mother of humanity and she represents the demonic side of humanity. Um, and she created Sanctuary, which is the, you know, the earth of um, Diablo. She created along with Inarius, which is an angel, I believe. And I think Inarius was in, no, I don't, I think he's mentioned in some of the games, but I don't know if we've seen him. Um, so this is going to be a non-linear campaign, uh, meaning you can play story missions at your own speed and do like adventure mode style content as you play through. They said they took a look at uh, like Diablo 3 and kind of what adventure mode added to the game and realized that they wanted to make it so you don't have to wait till the end of the game. You don't have to beat the, the game first before you can unlock adventure mode. Um, so they want to make it so you can break up the gameplay however you like. Um, it's going to be a shared open world with five distinct contiguous regions. That's a quote, obviously, because who the fuck would use the word contiguous? Um, and it will have weather and day and night cycles. So it's going to be open world style. Like you're going to have hubs that are towns, right? Um, and then you'll meet up with people there and adventure out. Very Path of Exile style, I'm, I'm betting. Uh, if you haven't played that, you like have a central hub world for every act or hub town, and then you branch out from there into instanced areas. Um, but they do have, um, they do have like open world events. Um, so I'm not sure if it's going to be instanced now that I think about it. It might be just so big because they're saying it's 10 to 20 times larger than any of the previous games. So I'm wondering if maybe the zone areas are so big that, you know, you, you might not run into a lot of people because I bet there's like a limit of, you know, what, 15 characters or 10 characters or whatever. And it's, so, it, it looks beautiful. I mean, uh, I don't know if that's in-game footage that uh, they the, were showing. Oh, yeah. That was the demo. They had the demo there. It's It looks, I mean, this is like one of the industry's worst secrets. Everyone knew that this game was coming. I oh, mean, yeah. They accidentally leaked it in a fucking art book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, so, yeah, the world's 10 to 20 times larger. Sorry, I'm just reading this. There's like a million notes. Uh, but there's mounts this time. So you can have horses, uh, which are also customizable. You can put horse armor on them uh, and new saddles, and you can attach trophies to them, like monsters' heads that I guess you, you know, like boss heads that you have and shit like that which is pretty cool. And along with that, there's dismount abilities that'll be specific to each class, which will be used to engage in combat when dismounting. So like they you'll see it if you're watching the 3 minute trailer, you'll see like the sorceress jumps out and shoots like an ice bolt down and blow like freezes enemies in front of her. The barbarian will like jump off a horse and slam down on the ground with like a rupture ability, you know. Which is pretty cool. So that tells you that they really are making a large open world so that then they're giving you mounts so that you can travel quickly to like if you're just going back through an area to get to a dungeon or something, which leads to the next thing, which they say there are, quote unquote, hundreds of dungeons to explore with hundreds of leg legendaries to find and equip. Uh, and along with the world events, there will be open world dungeons and all of the dungeons and uh, open world and underground will be randomly generated or procedurally generated, which is cool. Um, 
of the so there are five total classes that will be at, in at launch of them three have been announced so far the barbarian the sorceress and the druid which druid being back is really cool because that they, we haven't seen druid since lord of destruction which is the first expansion to diablo 2 well the only expansion to diablo 2 um so they gave out a little uh, more info about the classes themselves. So barbarians can wield up to four weapons at a time, including uh, one and two-handed weapons. So they can equip two single-hand weapons and two two-handed weapons. And they're calling it the arsenal system. Um, and then you attach those weapons to certain skills or certain skills are attached to the, the weapon type. And it will automatically switch between them as you're using the skills. Similar to like kind of how Diablo 3 is, which is a irk that I had with Diablo 3. It was like you didn't even see your weapons half the time when you were doing abilities. Like it would, if you're a barbarian, you would do like glacial hammer and a giant hammer would appear instead of your actual weapon, which was kind of annoying. Um, but this time you'll see them. It's just going to shift between them on its own, which is pretty cool. So for the druid, they said uh, shapeshifting is now seamless. Again, it's going to be a tied to different skills. So they're they're bringing back skill trees and talent trees. Um, so well, they're bringing back skilled skill numbers or skill points, skill ranks is what they're calling it. Sorry. So like instead of Diablo three style where you get every skill and you can only equip so many and then you have runes to affect them. In this, you're pumping points into skills back to like Diablo 2 style. So you're unlocking the skills through a tree by like putting a one point here, one point there to get to this next skill that you're then put 20 points in, right? Yeah, like a God of War, right? Yeah, you can't get all the skills unless you, I mean, you really got to farm it out. Which I am fucking here for because <laughs> I did not like Diablo 3 style. Like, I mean, you know, again, I like Diablo 3 in the end, it's a fun game, but. I missed having builds. Like that's one of the things I love about ARPGs is seeing a skill someone else is using and being like, "Oh shit, I'm making a character to build to that." Mm. Like I'm going to make a Frost Orb sorceress, which confirmed Frozen Orb is back or Frost Orb, however you call it. Uh which is cool. It's a spell from Diablo 2 and 3 but was really prominent in 2. Um but anyway, so shapeshifting is going to be seamless. You switch between forms fluidly as you use skills. So you can be in bear form and you'll switch to wolf form to use this one skill if you want. But they did say you can focus on a form if you like, just only equip those spells and only put points into those spells so that or those abilities so that if you want to be in wolf form, just only use wolf abilities, you know? There's also nature magic, which is their human caster form um, that you can focus into. And uh, you can have pets. Uh, they, they show wolf like wolves that are your pets in the uh, gameplay trailer, but they also have ravens and uh, you can use roots. There's like grasping roots that you can use that follow you around that are like pets. Um, pretty cool. Uh, and then the last one they showed was the sorceress, which is basically the same character we've had since Diablo two. She was in, uh, he and she were in three. Um, very similar to that. They said in this game, since it's so dark in those dungeons, they will light up the dungeons with their spells. Um, and they will use their spells to control the battlefield, um, basically slowing or separating mobs using like a firewall or a frost, you know, area of effect thing. It seems like they're they're bringing more difficulty to it. Uh, in, they're intending to make it a little more difficult. So there's a little more strategy involved, mm -hmm. um, which will be cool. I just want my 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 witch doctor back. 
Oh, I don't think he'll be in the game. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing the last two are either going to be some sort of paladin build or a paladin like from Diablo 2 um, or either Necromancer, the, the Amazon or the Assassin because we had the Necromancer in three. So we'll we'll see. Necromancer could be fun, though, because that was a really fun character in two. Um, so they're bringing more customization options in as well. So you'll have different faces, hair, scars, jewelry that you can do, as well as race and gender. Um, so they're, they are including more racial options because, you know, this whole Korea thing has them, you know, kind of pushing for more inclusivity. They're also bringing new racial options to World of Warcraft. Humans will be able to be, you know, black, Asian, you know, Native American looking, I'm sure, you know, whatever the different races they haven't really shown uh, or had available to to players. So that's an interesting thing. And I think is um, even though it seems sort of pandering now because of what's going on, I think any progress is better than no progress. Right. Yeah. Um, so rune words are also back, which are a thing from um, late, late game Diablo 2, like after I had already stopped playing years later. It was a patch they put in, which you could use to basically add effects to items. Um, and I forget how you found them, but you would find pieces of the rune words and then combine them and then you could put them together. And so in this, they say they're going to be, quote unquote, more freeform with triggers and effects rather than rigid, uh, you know, rigid sets of rune words. I think you can kind of mix them together. So, um when a rune word is made, the item's name is changed to the rune word's name. Oh, that's cool. To give a little more diversity to, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so speaking of, legendaries are going to be build-defining in this game. So Diablo 3 was really reliant on sets. You would build around the, the item sets, you know, because the set bonuses would have specific skill boosts, which is cool. It's one thing, but they're going to bring legendaries more into it so you'll be able to build your whole builds around legendary items as well as well as sets they're going to both be there it's just they want more variety in builds and that was very much what diablo 2 had you would have a legendary that would change your you know as my amazon i had a a spear that i would use or a javelin that i would use that would uh boost lightning damage then i would play a lightning spear javelin girl and you know also use a set that would make me run faster so you would kind of blend things to make specific builds rather than just getting a set and being like well that's it that's my whole build uh so i'm I'm, everything they're saying i'm really into right now and from what i've seen the trailer's amazing lilith looks really cool like it looks like they're trying to write a better story than they had in three which was dog shit um i'm just really happy with what i've seen you really hating on three? I mean, three. A, a lot of people love three, man. They don't love the story. It's dog shit. Everybody knows it's bad. It's like they fucking killed Deckard Kane, and like that could have been done, but they did it really lame. And then it's just it's just all nonsense. Two. I mean, it's never been a, a story heavy game, but the the themes were a lot darker back in the day. Like in one, you would you went all the way down to kill Diablo, and then shoved his soul stone into your fucking skull so that he couldn't come back and then the second game that's who is diablo it finally takes over and then that person who was the hero from the first game becomes the guy you have to kill like it's it's dark shit man (laughs) and diablo 3 was like kind of not 
dark. Like you didn't really care about what was going on. So we'll see. I mean, I might just be older. You know what I mean? It might be that I would have hated Diablo 2 when it came out if, if I was my age when Diablo 3 came out, you know? Um, but again, I like the gameplay of Diablo 3. And I think after they added Adventure Mode and Reaper of Souls, I think it's a great game. They just flubbed the the takeoff with A, putting in the real money auction house originally, not having player trading, which is bullshit. Like they made a point to say, you'll go to these hub towns and trade with people and, you know, find barter for items and find people to party with. Oh, and PvP is back. Like they made a point because PvP never came to Diablo 3. They kept saying it was coming and they pushed it out of release and then it never came. So that's one thing they're putting in, and it's going to be opt-in. There's going to be certain areas you can opt in to, to PvP, so very much like Diablo 2. Uh, except Diablo 2 was anywhere you could opt in. You could basically flag yourself, and then if, as long as you weren't in a town, you could fight each other. So yeah, I mean, it's a lot of shit to go through, but uh, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I mean, we're not going to see it anytime soon. They're going to take their time on this. Yeah. And they, they said, not even Blizzard soon. Like, that's a quote. And that's because Blizzard always says soon, and then it's four years later, you know? So we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm hoping for, like, a 2022 or early, like, late 2022, 2023 release, but we'll see. I mean, they, they showed a bunch of gameplay and stuff, but if they're really trying to make it such a big world, it might be, you know, it might yeah, be a while. Yeah, especially generating and stuff like that. You know, the you no know two games are going to be the same. Yeah. Um. You know, that takes a lot. I mean, and they don't want to fall on their face the way like No Man's Sky or anything like that. The way Diablo 3 did. No, no I'm not. I'm, and I'm not hating. Like, it was it was pretty reviled. People enjoyed the gameplay, but there was a lot of pushback. They fired the original director of Diablo 3 after it released. And then the new guy came in and fixed it over months. And then they did Reaper of Souls. And I'm telling you that, like, they did a great job. It's just people forget. People forget. Uh, pe- people forget, but that game sold 30 million copies. Yes, I'm not I, saying... I just, it w- I just Googled it. I'm not saying it's like it was this big piece of shit. It just was not what people were looking... Like, not everybody. I'm sure there were people who loved it. You know, there's people who love everything. But I know there was I, a big backlash. No, I had fun playing it. Uh, Rachel took me along. Uh, that's that's more her game, you know, uh, than anything else. Um, yeah, but you played so it excited. late, dude. You played it in Reaper of Souls. Cause it came out in 2012, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played it. Uh... I don't even know what the hell I played. <laughs> you played Reaper of Souls because it's on PS4. Yeah, it was on PS4. Um, which they didn't release until Reaper of Souls. Okay, um, so it was already rewritten. Yeah, it was already better. Like they had already fixed a bunch of shit. So I'm telling you. Okay. There was nothing to do once you beat the game originally it was just try to beat the game again on different mayhem levels um oh no torment i'm sorry mayhem is borderlands but again i think you know in the end it's a great game i still play it here and there like i'll join a season and, and make a guy um, hey do you do you, do you think their online their multiplayer would work oh yeah always oh that's sweet i'm, I'm actually in. no it was crashing a bunch when at release but that was just because their servers were like exploding because they sold like 30 million copies so actually while we were uh while you were going through diablo i typed up a complaint letter to activision and put it into their uh contact us oh nice (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, well, this one's for you, buddy. This one's for you, Morph. Um, damn it. Do it. This one's for you, Morph. I pressed it. I pressed it first, but I was like leaning back, so I must have like not hit it all the way. So that's why I said, "Damn it, <laughs> dude!" I mean, I'm gonna take us off a little bit, but uh, but did you see that Uniqlo had like all that Marvel gear on sale? It was like seven dollars a shirt. No. Oh, is that what you bought the like Cyclops shirt or whatever? Yeah, that was twenty bucks. But like they they had like all this like uh, I love Uniqlo because they they do all these like collabs with different people like whether it's Disney or Peanuts or Marvel or uh, you know they and then every once in a while they'll just have like a sale and they'll blow it all out at the end and their shirts are pretty nice man they're pretty thick. Um, with you, two you C's, saw, baby. <laughs> you saw the street fighter shirts that i got right yeah i mean that's the same thing that was uniqlo those are like nine dollars each the marble ones i got uh were like 750 each so go buy check them out see what they got um but yeah overwatch 2 was also announced yeah man during blizzcon um which is really interesting uh because they didn't really talk too much about this but i did more reading after where uh, they don't want to exclude the people who bought Overwatch originally, you know, Overwatch mm-hmm. 1, that they call it. So if you bought Overwatch 1, you're going to get the PvP games of Overwatch 2 for free. Oh, that's awesome. So, like, they're not going to kind of exclude you out there. So they're going to keep it going. So they're, they're scared to lose people, right, in the transaction there. Um, and they found out a way to keep their their fan base well it's also like if you watch the trailer the the graphics aren't much improved it's not like they did no something that you'd have to buy a new game for it's they're adding more maps there's uh gonna be more um what do they call them what is it called what, what do they call them like heroes or champions or whatever yeah yeah they got more heroes they got a couple more heroes co- coming out uh there's it looks like there's new looks for some of the existing uh, heroes as well. Yeah, I mean they they're constantly doing costumes. Like they're always doing costumes. Yeah. The thing the thing that I like so much about Overwatch that I always keep going back to is the fact that like it's always expanding. It's like there's always new content coming out, more loot to chase, more maps, um, different gameplay, um, and then now with two. They're going to add, uh, like, a story mode, which is what we kind of been wanting, like a true story mode. Mm-hmm. Um, PvE uh, content for free, uh, you know. But So uh, here's the thing. The one thing I worry about is they're adding uh, the ability to level your heroes up and uh, get, like, different abilities, you know, different boosts to your abilities and, and different things. I wonder if that'll be just pve only because that'll be something to chase for the pve side of it because you don't really want that in pvp it'll imbalance it you know it's a huge balancing act yeah uh, to do that i mean you gotta you're you're gonna have to balance everyone and every time there's a new character that comes out man um it's it's usually overpowered and stuff like that so you know, it would be too much for them to try and balance. I could see it as a PVE, uh, you know, with, with their co-op missions and everything. Um, yeah, it's just to, like, give a boost to that. Because then no one's really going to complain. Like, if your buddy's super strong and you can co-op with them, great. Yeah. 
and they you know they got a they got a new pvp mode uh rather than kind of push the cart there's actually now a robot that does it for you you know yeah uh, it's pretty cool looking it's like a giant version of uh what's his name um bob the, the one with the bird oh um my god i'm trying to blink bastion bastion it's yeah. got like his head but it's like a big like goliath version of that um, they put out a trailer as well, the, another cinematic one. I didn't. I I watched it without sound because I I think I was laying in bed, and it was like late, so I you know I was just watching the footage of it. But it looks emotional. Yeah, I mean they try and wrap it like a story around it, you know. But uh, I mean Overwatch is just an awesome game, and you know while it was released when in 2016, I want to say yeah, uh, something it, like that. It's still relevant. Yeah. It's still like a relevant game. I mean, granted, there hasn't been a lot of games that came out in the meantime, but uh, I, you know, it's crazy that a game like that 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 you know came out that it's still being played. Well, like still look, being updated. Imagine if instead of releasing a new Call of Duty every year, they just supported one. Look at Rainbow Six Siege, man. Oh, they dude, just, that fucking game is awesome. Yeah, and they just keep supporting it instead of pushing out. <coughs> Rainbow Six Siege 2, Rainbow Six Siege 6, you know, it's like, just do seasons. That's the smartest thing to do. You yeah. know, update yeah, the mean, graphics at when need be, like when it's like, okay, these are old looking now. It's time to put a new game out, you know, every couple years. Yeah, the, the thing that got me off of Rainbow Six Siege, though, was uh, the skill level. Oh, I, God, I felt like yeah. I wasn't getting any better. And fuck, you know, you're getting matched with these people. And you're just getting slaughtered. That's because your first game, you fucking laid down and killed an entire team. <laughs> I did. I did. You can't get better than that, bro. And, well, I think what happened with that was mainly like they didn't expect me because I, I didn't know what button was to so get up bad. from Crouch. And like, I just couldn't get up. Oh, I mean, you're used to that though, right? Yeah, I can't get it up. Hey, yo. <laughs> um, so... There was not much else for Overwatch that came out, um, but I mean, you know, they don't have to say that much because it's 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 the same game but with more. You know what I mean? Like they're just making more, which is good. Uh, it's what people want. They, you don't want to reinvent the wheel. You know what I mean? No, not not with this game. I no, mean, it, the Overwatch is perfect, man. You want to refine the wheel, right? You want to add more spokes to it, make it drive better, right? Or make it roll better, aka like have better stuff to play, right? Which yeah, I think, work on your servers. Yeah, work on your servers. Have co-op so people who maybe are want to play offline just want to throw in a game to practice their shooting or whatever they can play against, you know, bots, which aren't going to necessarily make them better, but it might make their aim a little better, you know, might just give them something to learn. Um, so the next uh, thing they announced was World of Warcraft Shadowlands, which is a new expansion coming. Um, in this, you travel to the afterlife of the Warcraft universe. Uh, it's going to focus on Sylvanas and um, Arthas, who's apparently coming back. So we will see. There's a big trailer for that, too, which um, I did not watch because I have barely any interest in World of Warcraft. Some of the things they announced is like the Pandarins are getting uh, Death Knight as a class, which they're the only race that doesn't have Death Knight. So I guess they're just giving them that. There's the new customizations for every race. Like there's um, tattoos and markings you can put on everybody now. And they've added some more hair and things like that. And again, like the new racial faces and, and things like that to humans. There's going to be new zones uh, along with new raids and dungeons. 
and a new system where you choose a covenant. I'm not 100% sure on what that is. They're also scaling back some of the pruning they've done. Uh, it's what they called it, I believe. They're depruning the like talent trees and some of the skills. So they're putting back a little more depth into the game rather than they keep they kept like streamlining it to where it became like the class identities have sort of gone away everybody can do everything they're bringing back a little bit more of that so we'll see like how deep they go into that the closer we get to the expansion itself um did they put out a time no i don't think so a fucking no time frames at blizzcon there's yeah. like no yeah no n- no announcement times it's all just concepts yep cuz they know people will wait uh, and then uh, Hearthstone got an expansion pack as well announced. It's called Descent of Dragons. And all I know is there's a new hero card called Galakrond, which is sounds like a fake sci-fi name. Mm-hmm. I am Galakrond, the mad, you know, fucking... Uh, oh, and uh, Classic, WoW Classic is getting a patch to bring in uh, some of the, I don't know, some of the other shit, you know, from one of the patches later on in that <laughs> as well. Uh, later on in classic, so I think it's bringing in one of the second sets of raids, maybe. That's the best description. They're gonna patch to bring in some other shit. <laughs> well, because I mean, it's like fifteen-year-old content now. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Like Blizzard just doesn't let anything die. No, and nor should they. They're smart. A lot more companies need to take note of that. Like people don't want. Like again, people like they still want to hear Freebird. You know what I mean? <laughs> So if you're if you know if you're gonna play your your songs from like your new album, also play fucking Freebird. Yeah, like you can just, make new games, just still make the other ones that people like. Just just play Freebird. <laughs> I don't know why that stuck out to me, but you know what I mean. Like when you go see a band, you want to hear some of the hits. Yeah, yeah. Like when I saw Coheed, they played "Welcome Home." They played. Uh, Man, I forget the name of this other one, but it's it's Three Evils, I think. No, not Three Evils. One of their other bangers that's like really heavy, and people were losing their shit. Like, but did they play Freebird? Yeah, dude, they played Freebird. <laughs> um, that's it for news. You know, it's it was a lot of uh, BlizzCon stuff because that all happened last weekend. Um, yeah, and I was trying to take notes. I was listening to a live thing at work, so I was just trying to like copy down notes onto a word pad as i was you know doing whatever excel shit i was doing but i kept having to like go back i'd have to pause and then go back and write that down because like i'm you know i'm my mind's in five places it's it's tough yeah it's tough no you did you did a good job on the notes man um i'm gonna you. i'm gonna assign you now note guy that's because you you're you are here just as a personality, you know? You just bring your, your sexy wow. voice. <laughs> wow. You're traveling a lot, dude. You got a lot of shit going on. I paid for the server, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know what I just got? Turtle. Uh, turtle. <laughs> cannot connect turtle. <laughs> I like turtles. I like turtles. No, I don't like turtle. Well, and it's also, you're not a big Blizzard fan. We have very specific times that we take notes. Like, you usually oh, handle dude. Nintendo you know, the Nintendo tree houses or whatever they call those stupid things. Yeah. Nintendo directs and, and, uh, and the, uh, state of play. Exactly. Yeah. We just take, we cover different things. Yeah. No, it's a team effort. I'm the guy but... in the streets, you know, for BlizzCon 2019. <laughs> yeah. 
You know what? I just imagine you on because uh, I watched this the other day. I, wa- I was rewatching uh, Welcome to Tate's. Oh god! And and uh, I just imagine you on the newscast. Uh, <laughs> you know, talking about the superheroes that got loose out of the comic books. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, YouTube Welcome to Tate's and enjoy. Uh, I think I'm uh, in episode one. That's uh, yeah. It's at the end of episode one. Which is funny because I wasn't even there for the first year. They well, the first six months they were filming. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude. I mean, it's kind of crazy because like you see like huge character changes. Some people don't even look like other people. Oh yeah. <laughs> like Larry like one, gains and loses weight a bunch. Like he's he's all over the place. Yeah, he like lost like fifty pounds. Yep. In there, and gained it and lost it. <laughs> um, God, I miss shooting that. I need to get yeah, doing something again. Yeah, you need to. Hey, I just noticed since uh, since my game kind of crashed and I'm just stuck here looking at uh, turkey. No, turtle. <laughs> um, I noticed on the Xbox, it tells you like if you like, there's like a screensaver and it says like the time on the bottom. And then like these like, it's like not achievements, but like it will tell you close achievements and it will tell, tell you like during certain parts of the game where you're really close to hitting an achievement, but like you didn't. So like it's it's showing me all the Call of Duty achievements that I almost hit. <laughs> so, for example, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, Love from Above, close achievement, destroy four trucks with four drone trucks before they reach the end of their path in the embassy. Huh. It tells me like I was really close to it. Probably was like one truck off. Actually, if I hit Y, maybe it'll show me something, or maybe it'll just crash the whole Xbox. Who knows? Um, no, it just doesn't do anything. Oh, that's cool. That's oh, pretty no, handy though, it. in in its own way. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I think that's really cool. Um, it no, it doesn't tell me how close I got. It tells me the percentage of gamers that unlocked it. And oh it gives yeah. You the, it's like a PlayStation thing too. Yeah, and it'll tell you how many points it's worth, and you, you can watch the game or go to official club or find more players or search for help. Yeah, I'm gonna search for help. I want to make love I... in this club. I'm gonna make love <laughs> from above. Make love from above. Come on, three trucks to search. Let's get into the lighthouse. All right, so I'm gonna kind of blow through the lighthouse and parasite because again, I don't want to say <clears throat> very much. Sorry, I don't know what just happened there. Like, I lost my voice for a second. Um, I don't want to say... You went through puberty. Yeah. After getting a finger in my asshole, (laughs) definitely (laughs) finally my balls dropped. (laughs) I finally had my first real orgasm. You know what I mean? Um, He he poked one of the balls out of its place. (laughs) He was like, oh, I see a problem right here. And then (laughs) one of my balls (laughs) fell out. (laughs) He made the the three stooges noise. I made this one. (laughs) (laughs) Um. All right, so The Lighthouse um, was incredible. I really liked it. Um, you you liked it so much that you actually did a post on our Facebook. Um, I did it on For Parasite, too. How about that? I can't believe it. Because usually... Uh, actually, no, you didn't post on our Facebook. Not for The Lighthouse, did you? No, and I didn't post on mine either. I just posted a picture of the painting that inspired my favorite shot in the whole movie. Oh, okay. Because I didn't want to, I, di- I I didn't want to put it on nerds because it's like very ambiguous, <laughs> but I did for Parasite because I I had to heartily recommend it. 
So okay. the lighthouse I saw with Kelsey, right? I saw it Friday when it came out, which is two weeks ago, uh, and I loved it. Like I was in love the whole time. But Kelsey, when we left, was like stupid, fucking long ass, boring ass movie. She was so mad. <laughs> but then we started like discussing it, and I think she ended up liking it a bit more, like with the context, because. She couldn't understand a lot of what what they were saying. It is tough at some points because it's the audio's not for some reason the audio's not great in some scenes and their accents are very strong. All right, all right, hold on, hold on. What's the premise of this movie? What is it? Because not everyone's gonna go and watch it. So first, you have to be okay with a black and white film. It's all in okay. black and white, and it's all in one by nineteen by or one yeah one by nine by one resolution. So it's like. It's like four by nine almost. Jesus. So it's square okay. with uh, bars on the right and left side of the screen. Black bars. And this is an A24 film? Yeah. He filmed it in 35 millimeter because he wanted to film it as if it was being made in the time period that he was aping, which is in like the late 20s, early 30s. Um, no, 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 no. Uh, two two well, no. housekeepers They're trying to maintain their sanity. Oh, yeah, 1897. But he was filming as, as if he was making this movie in the, the late 20s, early 30s. Oh, I got you. So he was making it as if it was already a period piece at that time. You know what I mean? Um, but it's got Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson in it, and they star as two lighthouse keepers who are slowly going crazy, basically. That's all I can say. So uh, Alex Leone said that that William Defoe should win uh you know actor of the year for, oh yeah for this movie he's he looks crazy dude it doesn't look like him yeah he's bonkers and there's a scene where he he does this insane monologue where he's yelling for Poseidon to strike this guy down and bring him to the depths and rip his guts out so that none not even this sea will remember him and he's saying also it's three minutes long and he doesn't blink one time Holy shit. And the director did an AMA and he said they did they do cut away because they're getting a reaction shot from Robert Pattinson. But he's like, I can assure you, in that entire three minutes of monologuing, he didn't blink once. And he's like, I checked. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Willem Dafoe's amazing in it. Robert Pattinson's great. Everybody's great in it. There's not many people in it. I won't say anyone else, but no one you would know anyways, but there's only a couple of characters. And it's just two guys on an island for two hours and you would think it's tough but they carry the entire movie and it goes all over the place it's a it's a bit uh wild and it's not a satisfying story in in a way if you need everything kind of laid out for you you're not gonna like this movie it's not for everybody i would Hmm. like i'm gonna give it a five out of five and spoilers i love parasite too parasite's like a six out of five i loved that movie um but I think Parasite's a little bit more uh, digestible for everyone. It's it's wild. I would say don't watch a trailer. Don't read anything. Go in completely blind. You can watch the trailer for The Lighthouse. And you can technically watch the Parasite trailer because it literally tells you nothing too. Um, but I would say see both with little to no background. Parasite is... I don't even know how to define it. It it jumps genres it's all over the place um it is a korean film by bong joon ho who did uh the host and he did um snowpiercer and um, okay 
Man, oh, uh, Bakja, Bakja for Netflix, the one about the pigs. Uh, Okja, Okja. Um, so he's just really, he's a great director as well. Um, and this is like a tour de force. There's so much going on. I felt so many different emotions in this movie. I can't even explain it. Like, there's fear, there's anxiety, you're laughing, you like kind of want to cry. There's all this stuff going on. And the less you know about it going in, I think the better. So I'm not going to say anything more. It is a five out of five. I recommend it to everybody in the world. If you can see it, go give these people your money so they know to make more movies like this. Hmm. And then the last movie I saw was Terminator Dark Fate, (laughs) which is... Let's hear your rating right off the bat. I'm going to give it a three out of five. Three? Yeah. I actually enjoyed it. If you think about it a little bit too much, it, it starts to lose its luster, but it's a fun watch. I really enjoyed Linda, Ham- Linda, Linda Hamilton in this. Um, I really enjoyed Arnold being back and like being the character he is. Uh, Mackenzie Davis was amazing as the new Terminator hybrid human person, the the you know the main like good guy. I don't even know the girl who played Danny, who's the the main, the new John Connor, Sarah Connor person that they're sent to protect, but she was okay. She's like probably the least valuable character in the movie. I think her acting was great, but I just think the writing for the character was kind of a bummer. Um, it does kind of shit on Terminator 2 and 1 a little bit, kind of nullifies them in a way, just in in the way that they kind of take the story. Um, but I would still say, you know, it's a fun popcorn movie. If you want to see some actiony, um, you, you know, you could do worse. I think, you know, this is a, a fun movie and I think it's the best sequel since Terminator 2. It's not saying much. It's not in great company. Um, but I would say, I mean, if you're just surely a Terminator fan, you can probably skip it. Just, you might get mad. <laughs> yeah. Natalia Reyes, uh, the, the one who played, um, Danny, mm-hmm. Um, she was in like a ton of like Spanish films and TV. Yeah. Um, but it looks like she's finally breaking out to like American TV or uh, movies. Well, yeah, I mean, like this is a her good one. 2018 is packed. Her 2019 is already pretty packed. Where she did Running with the Devil. Um, I'm looking up Six and Stones now. I never heard of that. Me either. No. But yeah, so um. I, I mean, it was serviceable. I had fun. I, I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. The like, action looks crazy. It was a little bit annoying over the top, like to the point of like, okay, we don't need two airplanes falling out of the sky with like fucking people fighting at zero G's and all this stuff. Like, you know, the fun thing about Terminator 1 and 2 is it's pretty grounded. Like, yeah, they're driving fucking 18-wheelers into each other and shit, but it's like you could do that, you know? Yeah, like I could drive an eighteen wheeler into another eighteen wheeler. I mean, probably not well, but I could figure it <laughs> out. Um, but I mean, you know, that's a that's a good complaint to have, I guess, that the action's too much because it's a lot. It's intense, um, and I think they missed some opportunities. Uh, I came up with my own fan script, which I liked uh, as I was watching it because they do something with it. Uh, I mean, spoilers for the first five minutes of terminator dark fate 
John Connor, a, a de-aged Edward Furlong, like basically a CG version of John Connor from um, Terminator 2, and a de-aged Linda Hamilton are in the beginning, and a Terminator comes back and kills John Connor after the events of Terminator 2. Huh. So the Terminator 2 ends, she's in Mexico, you know, or they're in Mexico and whatever, and they live happily ever after. Well, in this, it's like, nah, they live for like a couple of months, and then Terminator comes and kills a T-800. Another one was sent back and kills John Connor. Uh, and so then the idea is, like, later on in the film, another slight spoiler, that you realize Sarah Connor's just been killing Terminators for, since then, like just hunting them. Because apparently when Skynet was sending back the T-800 in one and then the the T-1000 in two, which were all seemingly sent back like in a row, they just sent a bunch back like uh, uh, across the timeline, you know? They don't really explain it, but that's kind of the only way it works for me. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, she's hunting them nonstop. And she's getting texts, like just random texts telling her a coordinate and a time, a date and a time. And she goes there and there's always a Terminator there and she kills them. So that's kind of how she gets mixed in with the the new characters. But Skynet doesn't even exist in this movie because she stopped the judgment. You know, they stopped Judgment Day in T two, and so Skynet. Remember, they burned the original chip that Dyson uh, would have used to make Skynet. Um, so then Skynet can't exist. So in this, it's another thing called Legion, which is the new future. Um, which sent back this new Rev-9 model that is Diego Luna as the new Terminator to kill Danny, who is going to be the new John Connor, basically. Hmm. So it's it's just an eventuality. No matter what, at some point, an AI is going to take over, you know? Do you... Yeah, of course. But uh, do you need to go back and, and like have like a Terminator marathon no. to catch back up? I mean, it would be worth watching Terminator One and Two, sure, just to watch them, but not really. No, it's a you know, it it explains enough. Yeah, but Gabriel Luna, he doesn't strike me as intimidating. Was he intimidating? Yeah. So okay. in this, the the new Rev Nine, since it's not Skynet or Cyberdyne, it's it's basically a T eight hundred like skeleton with liquid metal around it. So it's technically two Terminators in one. So it splits apart, and they he he splits apart and does things like he'll be running around, and then the skeleton will be running around doing shit, which is kind of hmm. cool. But then you wonder, like, if this is two separate AIs, how come they made the Terminators all look the same? Yeah, like the skeletons still have just red eyes and look like a human skeleton. It's like why wouldn't they have made something wildly different? Because they're two different computer programs, you know. Well, he also played. Uh the fuck is the flaming guy? What the heck is his oh, name? Oh, he was uh, Ghost Rider. Yeah, he was Ghost Rider in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's where I knew <laughs> him from. Yeah. People said he was great in that. I didn't watch it, but, you know, I know that he was really highly uh, regarded in that. People, a.k.a. Spoiler Steve, because he's the only one who still watches it. <laughs> he's good in this. Um, he does a good job of, like, going from pretending to be human and being personable to, like, turning into a robot, you know, like, kind of going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think Arnold Schwarzenegger was a lot of fun in this. Like they do a really fun job with him and he is another, you know, he's a terminator. Like they don't do the thing where it's like I'm the guy they modeled the terminator after and the blah blah blah. No, he's the actual he's the T800 that killed John Connor. And they kind of do a cool thing with him. Um you know, his 
Some people were hating on it, but I kind of like the idea of what he is and why he is. So I won't spoil it. It's kind of a fun reveal. Okay. I'll check um, it out, man. That, that's pretty cool. I'm, I think I'm going to pick back up on the movie pass. Um, are you going to the MC uh, that they just renovated? Yeah, I go to the one by me. Okay. So that, that, that's when you go to. You except don't care for, about the dining anymore. Except for Parasite, that what they're not playing it. Because AMC doesn't really do indie movies very often or uh, foreign films. Mm-hmm. So I went to the Cinemark. And Cinemark has its own. It's 8 bucks a month. And you only get one ticket a month. But it rolls over, which is really cool. So if you don't go for a month, next month you have two tickets. And if you don't go again, like if no movies come out, you can just keep paying the $8 and you'll just amass tickets. And the tickets are uh, 12 13 bucks, And you get like discounts and free popcorn and shit. So. Yeah, I guess that's cool if you're biased in a mark. But I'd still pay the 20 bucks for Unlimited. Oh, yeah. I, got my, I get my money's worth every month. Yeah, you do. But yeah, Dude, so sometimes you just go by yourself. Yeah, I do that a lot. <laughs> I do it all <sighs> the time. And yeah. it is what you it don't is. have to. You could actually invite a friend, you know, pick up the phone, and then you're not sitting here t- telling someone else about the Terminator movie. <laughs> you are you haven't been at home in a fucking since, you know I'm, Yeah, you I'm, left me, you bastard. I'm gone again. Actually, I'm gonna go see PD Pablo in North Carolina. Come on and raise up. <laughs> what the fuck my name? Booty Bob, motherfucker. That's going to be you. You're going to take your shirt off and wave it around your head, spin it like a helicopter. Yeah, exactly. All well, right, so the last tidbit is I'll finally give my rating on Call of Duty uh, Modern <laughs> Warfare. It's going to be uh, zero dicks. Uh, don't buy it, return it. Um, Call of Duty's just, pushing rope right now. <laughs> dude, it is horrible. Um, one cool thing though is, uh, there's this mission where you need to like kind of clear out a house in the campaign mode and there's a crying baby. Did you hear about this? No. Okay. Crying baby is like super loud, super obnoxious. You could actually shoot the baby. No. (laughs) You fail the mission. And after the third time, all they say is like, they say like, uh, you know, uh, Civilian casualties w- would not be permitted, you know. But on the third time, all they say is "really." <laughs> That's so funny. It's pretty funny. They're like pretty no funny. Russian. <laughs> yeah. That's so. But funny. yeah, zero dicks. I'm still looking at. Uh, <laughs> I'm still looking at my screen here. I like turtles. I like turtles. Um, all right. Well, we love you guys. Um, if you like what you hear, go listen to all our friends. I accidentally uh, closed it, so hold on. <laughs> so, no, I'll read it out to you. Uh, first, you want to go see uh, Who's Next podcast. You heard us talk about him, um, and uh, he does these insanely hard gameplays. Awesome to watch. Uh, plus, Seth Meyer is a great guy. I think I'm going to meet up with him next month when I'm in uh, Louisiana because uh, you can hear that boy's uh, accent from a mile away. His gnarl is drawl. Yeah, he has that draw. Yeah. And it's kind of soft on it, too. Like on the you know exit of, of the sentences, he's soft. Um, but he plays really hard. Hey, you. Um, but Scenic Cast, uh, I think you were on the last episode, like you said, talking about Terminator, going down the rabbit hole of everything Terminator. You, so if you want to hear more about Terminator, go uh, go talk to Spoiler Steve um, and Kova, and they'll they'll talk all about the Terminator with Aaron Claude Miller this past week. 
Um, Pop Culture Leftovers, they just got off their hiatus, so go check them out. Um, the Leftover Army podcast, a couple of nerds. Uh, have they recorded in a while? No. We can't no. I don't think they're going to be doing But we'll keep them because we love them. Yep. Well, you know what? We'll also keep comic slobs. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Brian Mears, uh, who is one of the hosts of Comic Slobs, he, he uh, made a Facebook post the other day. And he was uh, recommending podcasts to listen to. And at least three people <laughs> recommended comic slobs. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there's just not enough good, uh, no bullshit uh, comic book podcasts out there. You know, we really enjoyed it. So uh, we're going to sign a petition to bring it back. Um, Shutterbug's podcast, uh, Finn Dietz Creek and his awesome toy photography. Um, man, I see a lot of these toys, like the ones I saw at Bits and Buttons. And mm-hmm. like... They're expensive, man. So go check them out. Uh, the, the kid's an artist, uh, and he, he's a really good guy. Um, Brute Force and Ignorance. Um, I don't know if they recorded. Have they recorded recently? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They're on a new campaign, I believe. Hell yeah. Yeah. So probably a good time to, to, to jump in. Um, I don't know enough about D&D. Like I said, I don't go to Middle Earth, but uh, those are the people, man. Those are great guys to listen to, uh, you know, when you're not listening to your, your mainstream podcast, your, uh, your don't get murdered or <laughs> don't get murdered. <laughs> your don't get murdered or the F word murder you know, mystery show. Yeah. Or, you know, Jim loves movies or any of those other podcasts or nerds, but, the biggest podcast on the internet. I mean, I don't know if you want to go through the comments, but you blew up Facebook the other day, and it was awesome. We had like 25 comments. Uh, yeah, we read them all know. there for the Halloween episode. Oops. They were for the Halloween episode. I don't know if we want to talk about them. Or no, I'll just... do them with Jesse. Okay, so you'll 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 give them the pleasure. Um, you know, when Jesse comes back, uh, maybe next Monday or whenever the fuck he wants to record. When he gives me the pleasure. And yeah, now that he knows, you like the finger in a bum. <laughs> <sighs> well, uh, I'll let you guys know if Call of Duty uh, Activision ever answers my support case uh, call. <laughs> uh, my Call of Duty support case. <laughs> um, but yeah, status is still open. <laughs> I like turtles. I like turtles. All right, we love you guys. I like turtles.